It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, here we are, Rich, right up against Thanksgiving. I mean, this is just going to be a few days, isn't it? It's coming up this coming Thursday. Yeah, you know, we and then winter, and then you know, it occurred to me that if you don't have winter, you'll never have spring. And springtime is when life begins all over again. So you got to go through winter. And maybe that's a wonderful thing that we have Thanksgiving to remind us that it's all important, isn't it? Well, it is. You know, and it's a uniquely American holiday, too. Yeah. Well, let's start out with something by Carol Robertson. The people really like him. Here it is. Praise the Lord, wake up and greet the day. Praise the Lord, uh, blessings on the way. Every morning he makes his mercy and grace are there to enjoy. It's such a beautiful morning to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, join in the symphony. Praise the Lord with creation's harmony. There's only one chance for Jesus to stand, so lift up your voice. It's such a beautiful morning to praise the Lord. Don't be ashamed of Jesus, my friend. Lift up his name, let the praise begin. Praise the Lord, wake up and greet the day. Praise the Lord, blessings on the way. Every morning he makes his mercy and grace are there to enjoy. It's such a beautiful morning to praise the Lord. It's such a beautiful morning to praise the Lord. It's such a beautiful morning to praise the Lord. Whether it was midnight or the morning or any other time, is a good time to praise the Lord, isn't it? And we have so much for which to be thankful. You know, I was thinking, Rich, gratefulness and thankfulness is an attitude. And we're going to concentrate on that. Now, what is the history of Thanksgiving? And as I was kind of looking through the archives and all of that, I found that there are many stories about the history of Thanksgiving. It really is having a thankful heart and being thankful, and there's nothing better than being thankful to your Creator for everything in life. Well, that's it. It's about being thankful to God. Now, here is the history of Thanksgiving that I want to share with our listeners right now. To most Americans, the Pilgrims of Plymouth, Massachusetts are the iconic inspiration for today's Thanksgiving feast. After the winter of 1620 killed almost half of their people, 
the colonists formed a relationship with the neighboring Wampanoag tribe, who taught them about fishing, planting, and hunting. By autumn of 1621, the colonists had collected enough food to feed the community through the coming winter. The Wampanoags joined the colonists for a three-day feast in honor of their bounty. The feast probably did not include our modern Thanksgiving staple, turkey. More likely, the colonists and Wampanoags dined on roast goose, along with corn, codfish, and lobster. This 1621 harvest meal is now commonly thought of as the first Thanksgiving. Yet for later generations of colonists, New England days of Thanksgiving had little to do with the 1621 harvest festival. Theirs was a religious holiday, descended from Puritan days of fasting, prayer, and giving thanks to God. Every autumn, the governor of each colony would declare days of thanksgiving for bountiful harvests, victorious battles, or drought-ending rains. In 1777, the Continental Congress decreed that all 13 of America's colonies celebrate a national day of thanksgiving that year in celebration of their victory over the British at Saratoga. By the mid-19th century, many states celebrated the holiday. However, the date could vary by weeks or even months. A determined magazine editor named Sarah Josepha Hale set about establishing a national Thanksgiving day. She passionately believed that such a day would help unite a nation headed towards civil war. Hale began a one-woman letter-writing campaign, urging politicians to establish an annual day of Thanksgiving. Her efforts were finally rewarded by Abraham Lincoln, who saw the unifying potential of the holiday. In 1863, four months after the victory at Gettysburg, he declared the last Thursday of November to be Thanksgiving Day. By the 20th century, Thanksgiving was a welcome day of leisure from a six-day work week. In the 1920s, the National Football League was formed. In an effort to boost attendance, the fledgling Detroit Lions devised the concept of a Thanksgiving Day game. Parades also became a Turkey Day tradition, and department stores quickly saw their value as a kickoff to the Christmas shopping season. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade began in 1924, and year after year, millions of New Yorkers braved the cold to watch the festivities. Most of all, Thanksgiving is about family. With modern life moving faster than ever, Thanksgiving gives us a day to take a collective breath, reconnect with loved ones, and remember just how much we have to be thankful for. Yeah, you know, Rich, this year maybe especially uh, with marijuana and drugs and problems and uh, alcohol and um, tremendous things that people, families are contending with in our society, in our mixed up society, it still is at the foot of the cross that we find redemption, isn't it? Well, absolutely. And uh, it's all about giving thanks to God. Yeah. Now, uh, some time ago, George Yance and Donnie Sumner recorded a song that said, Thanks to Calvary. Thanks to Calvary. Listen, folks. Thanks to Calvary. I don't live here anymore. Thanks to Calvary, I don't do those things anymore. Thanks to Calvary, we can come together and find each other as a family. Listen to this. Today I went back to the place where I used to go. 
that same old crowd I knew before When they asked me what had happened I tried to tell them Thanks to Calvary I don't come here song that Carol Robertson recorded uh, some time back. I mean, what was he talking about that we just heard? Carol Robertson said, Jesus is everything. Could we direct our audience to get their mind and their heart and their eyes on that fact? Here it is. There is a light that shines so bright The morning star in the darkest night Jesus he is the light 
There is a river that runs deep This river runs inside of me Jesus, he flows endlessly He's the shepherd of the sheep He's bread when I need to eat He's the flowers in the spring He's a song I can sing Jesus is everything He's the rock on which I stand He's the door to the promised land Jesus, He's my greatest friend He is creator of all things my Savior, Lord and King Jesus, He is everything He's the shepherd of the sheep He's the bread when I need to eat He's the flowers in the spring He's a song I can sing Jesus is everything Shepherd of the sheep He's bread when I need to eat He's the flowers in the spring He's a song I can sing Jesus is everything Jesus is everything Jesus is everything And when people are gathering around their Thanksgiving table, whoever they are with, and whatever combination they are, that becomes the central thought, doesn't it? That's right. It's all about Jesus, and we're yeah. giving thanks to God. Now, what do we know about Eva May Lefevre? I mean, this song, I think I want our folks to just enjoy this with me. This lady has lived a long life. This lady at one time was a little girl, and then a teenager, and then someone uh, approaching adulthood, and then on through her lifetime, this lady has lived her life. What do we know about her? Well, Dad, uh, Eva May Lefebvre was born in 1917, Eva May Whittington, and she married Urias Lefebvre in 1934, and together with his brother Alphys and uh Eva May, they became the Lefebvre Trio. Mm. And then as they added more family members to the group, they became known as the Lefebvre's. And finally became part of the Gaither Gospel Homecoming Singing That's Group. That's right. Now, the, uh, they were inducted into the Gospel Music Hall of Fame in 1997, yeah. and then she died in 2009 at the age of 91. 91 years old. All right now, folks, just turn your radio up and just enjoy Enjoy the expression of this old lady. I guess I can use that phrase because I'm really an old, old guy. <laughs> and then when you get old, you know, you can say what you want to say. <laughs> but I just want you to catch the meaning of what she is bringing to us on Bot Radio Network right now. If the world from you withholds all its silver 
and it's gold and you have to get along on meager fare just remember in his word <laughs> think about it how he feeds the little bird then take your burden to the Lord and leave it there oh leave it there leave it there take your burdens to the Lord If your body suffers pain and your health you can't regain, if your soul is almost sinking in despair, my Jesus knows the pain you feel. He can save and He can heal. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Oh, leave it there. Leave it there. Take your things are right now, if we couldn't do that, if we couldn't lay it down, if we couldn't find that foot of the cross at Calvary and leave it there, where would we be? Well, we have to put our burdens in the strong arms of Jesus. Now, how much do we enjoy when the listeners call the listener comment Oh, line? we love it when we hear from our listeners. Can I give the listener comment <laughs> well, line number? 1-800-345-2621. 
888 Folks, we'd love to hear from you. You know, when Bot Radio Network was started 57 years ago, this month, as a matter of fact, I was a pretty young guy. I was in my, well, I think my late 20s. But here's a listener that's been listening to us for a long, long time. I thank the Lord for your radio stations. I've been listening to KCCV, AM, and FM for the past 41 years since moving here to the Kansas City area in 1978. I want to thank you especially for my favorite program, Truth for Life, with Alistair Begg. The other two programs in my top three favorite uh, Bible teaching programs are uh, Renewing Your Mind and The Grace to You with John MacArthur. So those are my favorites, and I thank the Lord, and I thank you all. God bless you. As I was listening to that gentleman, I was thinking, you know, well, we feel the same way he does. Each program we carry was chosen, wasn't it? I mean, it isn't just packing our program schedule with various programs, but we choose them. So they will be, in our opinion, a, a source of of knowledge and a source of Bible uh, understanding and teaching and all of those things. We take great care. And we'd love to hear from you again uh, to let us know what your favorite broadcast ministries are, the ones that are the most important in your life. Yeah. 1-800-345-2621. All right, now here's Lauren in uh, Brownville, uh, Nebraska. Hi, this is Lauren Brownville, Nebraska, and I just wanted to thank you for your radio programming. It's just really a help in remote areas to hear such good teaching. I really enjoy Alexander Begg, Charles Stanley, Michael Yusuf, and other ones as well. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, listen, now, I want to hear one more of our listeners. There's an 82-year-old woman from Longview, Texas. Hello. I live in Longview, Texas. I'm 82 years old. I listen to your station all day. And all the people here I tell about your station, I just love it. Anyway, it makes my day. Keeps me on the track, and I love the program. Thank you so much, and take care. All right, I tell you what, here's a lady from St. Louis. Let's hear what she says. I have three radios in my house, and I don't allow anybody to change them or for KSIV in St. Louis. I listen to Mr. Bott and his son every Saturday morning, and I listen to the continued preachers, all day and half the night while I'm awake. I want Mr. Bott and his son to know I would like to be able to have them put the radio on billboard signs on the highways throughout the United States. Thank you. Bye. Now listen, I think I like that lady, Rich. <laughs> yes, and thank you. And be sure to tell your friends and your family to tune in to Bot Radio Network. Now listen, there's a lot of homeless people right yeah. now. And I want the folks to listen to this about how the homeless people are on Thanksgiving today. So many times when we talk about Thanksgiving, we picture the perfect family sitting around the perfect meal, but that's not everyone's reality. And what's really important is not perfection, but thankfulness. So I'm here with Darren and uh, we are downtown and I'm curious, uh, Darren, how long have you been homeless? About four or five years. I have been on the street for probably about three months now. Okay, so this is really new for you then. So, Sylvester, how long have you been uh, homeless or out on the streets, man? Uh, since July. So what was it that led you to being homeless since July? Uh, I lost my job. Well, I have was in drug addiction for years. Well, I mean, I've spent a lot of time in prison. Okay. So that took away a lot of my life, but... Was other... it drug-related or...? Basically drug-related, pretty yeah. much, yeah. So, um, 
You know, just, How many years you do? All in all, in and out, 16. Holy cow. What was your best Thanksgiving ever that you remember? Oh, man. Thanksgiving? Yeah. What's the best one? Uh, yeah, it was the year that uh, my daughter was born. Oh, wow. What's her name? Uh, Jennifer. Okay. Do you, how old is she now? Uh, 13. Do you see her at all? Um, yeah, every now and then I do. 89, because that's like my last father's Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Okay. So you got to spend Thanksgiving with him. Thanksgiving is... Uh... Oh, no. That's when my grandmother was living, and she would say, everybody come. No matter, like Big Mama's house. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> my grandma was Big Mama. Big Mama, Mama okay. You bringing you and the kids and everybody coming on, we're going to eat, and now we're going to uh, fellowship with yeah. each other. And uh, and that was, I think that was, that what really taught me about Thanksgiving. It's it's tough. Maybe you're not gonna. Are you? Do you think you'll see her at all this year? Yeah, I'm going home for this year to see her. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. So, what are you thankful for this year? That I get to see her. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And look at that smile, man. You have such crazy joy just emanating from you. You're the perfect person to ask. What are you thankful for? I am thankful for my family and for my friends, and that I do have a place to stay at in this ridiculous weather. Just the friends I have when I come to these down here or under the bridge on Tuesday nights. What are you thankful for, Clarence? I'm thankful for my family and the Lord. You know, I, I have to learn to love the Lord. Is there anything, Randy, you know, we're coming up into Thanksgiving in that time where, you know, Thanksgiving and what people are thankful for looks a little different to everybody. Is there something that you're thankful for? Yeah, I'm thankful for waking up every day. What am I thankful for? Uh -huh. um, to be alive. I thank the Lord for all the blessings there and the mercy and the grace that he gives us. What's something, Jimmy, that this year you're thankful for? I'm alive and well. Haven't, you know, even though the streets has been hard, it hadn't, hadn't brought me down. I'm alive and still have hope. Okay, there it is, Rich. There it is. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving 2019. Um, coming up. Yeah, coming up, that's for sure. When people are sitting around their, their table or whoever they're spending Thanksgiving with, remember that we are, we are a people. If you look to the Lord and the cross of, of Christ, there is a lot to be thankful for. And we are thankful for each listener. So we thank God for you. 1-800-345-2621. All right, this is Dick Pott with my son Rich on this chapter of the Complete Story as a Public Service. For you folks, see you later.